Welcome to So This is Holland, an unexpected trip to special needs parenting, hosted by Michelle Finn and Donna Sandoval, fellow special needs moms, keeping it real and providing a place for you to listen in and say, oh my gosh, me too. Hello, hello. Welcome back to So This is Holland. We are on episode seven. Michelle and Donna coming at you. And tonight, today we are going to talk about comparison. I think it's something that even special needs moms, humans in general, struggle with comparison, whether we feel envy or it affects how we feel worthy ourselves. We can be our worst critic and really just beat ourselves up. And it really stems from that comparison game. So Michelle had this idea. I'm going to let her take it away and start it off. But I just wanted to say hi and let you know that we are talking all things comparison today. Um, I think we all feel it, right? We feel, we have those moms that always offer advice that you're like, stop offering advice. But then on the flip side, we do it to ourselves. We watch these moms on Instagram and Facebook that look like they have their lives together. And we start to judge ourselves. Like what is wrong with me? Why is my life not that perfect? And we kind of forget that they're not showing us their lives. They're showing us this pretty picture of what they want us to see. So it really is the highlight reel. So I kind of, I just wanted to talk about that today because I know a lot of us feel it. I get a lot of messages because of my job of being a life coach that works with special needs um, moms. I I hear a lot like, oh, I wish, I wish I was as together as you are. Guys, I am not together. I'm really not. I throw temper tantrums and cry. (laughs) I'm like, I'm sorry if I make it look like I do have it all together, because God, I don't. (laughs) We're just doing the best we can. And I think that's all of us. And that's what makes you a good mom. If you're doing the best you can, no matter what that looks like you're a good mom and you need to learn how to be easy on yourself. So any, any stories or anything that you can think of that are popping into your mind, Donna, of comparison? Well, when you, when you started to say that the moms that give all the advice, I know that when I was first in that fight mode of getting the, getting all the support, figuring out the programs available, what I should be going after, what, what other moms could be getting and like finding things out because other moms told me, I really felt it was my mission to, to tell everyone, Oh, you, okay, this is what you need to do. (laughs) And I know that it was really off-putting to a few people. Um, and I even got feedback from one and it, and I'm, I don't, I want everyone to like me. I don't like confrontation. So that really like was a gut punch to me. I'm like, I was just trying to freaking help. Like it changed my life. So I've learned, I've matured in this life. I've realized that it is good to share the knowledge, which is why I'm so passionate about this podcast, because without us sharing our knowledge, I mean, that's the only way that I've learned and got the programs and the services that I have is someone else telling me, but you also need to have some compassion and just know that everyone's coming from a different place, a different story at times. Maybe let the spirit lead you of who you tell what to, and not just like word vomit all your advice (laughs) on every single person willing to listen. (laughs) That's it. We had um, a friend of mine, when Josh was small, we were at therapy and 
we called ourselves life lifers, right? Because our kids were going to be, they're going to be in therapy for the rest of their life. They need help. And there was a mom, one of my friends and I, we were walking, our kids are both back with the therapist. So we went for a walk around the building and, you know, the block. And one of the moms wanted to join us. And this was, I guess, one of my first lessons because Josh was pretty young. I think he was four or five at the time. She wanted to join us and her son was pretty neurotypical developing. Um, he was going to be okay. He was one of the kids that needed therapy in the beginning, like OT and speech, right. just to give him that extra push. So she's walking around the block with us and she was pretty much dominating the conversation. And she was talking about how bad they have it and how worried she is. And my friend and I are just like, oh, <laughs> our children don't walk. They don't talk. Your child just ran in here, like jumping for joy. But here's, here's the thing of that. And this is what I've learned through these years. And I'm so glad that I showed her grace when she was talking about it Mm -hmm. because years later I went through something myself. It was like a surgery and they're like, you're, you're going to feel so much pain. And I've had kidney stones. I've had given childbirth, you know, like, I'm like, I know pain, you know, (laughs) like, but this surgery that I had was, it was excruciating. Right. And it made me realize the reason I'm telling this is because it made me realize that we only know what we've gone through. Mm -hmm. That mom had never gone through having a child that didn't walk or didn't talk. She had never witnessed her child have seizures. She was connecting with us because she felt with other moms that she didn't fit in. And with us, she felt like she did. Because there is an underlining trauma and the when it, when you worry about your kid, that they're yes. not going like different than there's no issues, whether it's big or small, you can still relate in the fact that you're worried they're not going to catch up. They're behind. Yes. Like it's a different level of, and if they have behaviors that yes. aren't explained by just parenting styles, like there's, there's a lot that goes in that. I've even had people in like the special needs group there and they're like, I wanted to join, but my, my husband says, our daughter's not special needs enough for you to be in there. Like, because it, it was more medical drama, like trauma than necessarily, you know, not walking and talking, but having to have, have, uh, hospitalizations and surgeries and they're fine. Like they're, they're going to school, but just that alone, that's, it's a journey of, a that wasn't according to plan and it's hard. That's it. And you just, you need to feel like you belong somewhere and you need to be heard. And that's why, like I said, I'm so thankful that that day that we walked around because my friend and I looked at each other afterwards, like, okay, she has no idea. But then, like I said, years later experiencing that, I don't know why that epiphany hit me. Like, oh yeah, we all experience things differently because I had no idea what pain was. Right. That's right. Yeah. And, and then I went through this and I was like, oh yeah. I mean, I was climbing the walls in pain. Now I have that, that experience of what that pain threshold is. But before I thought I knew what it was going to feel like, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. So just be kind and, and compassionate to people because we all need to be heard. We all need to feel like we belong somewhere. I mean, that's something we've learned in the special needs community, right? How many times have people turned their backs on us or our children because they just don't know what to say to us. Or they leave you out because they make an assumption that that we can't be included in a certain thing and it hurts. And then they're, they're comparing, we're comparing everyone. That's, that's it. Just open up, have the conversations. Another point that I wanted to make, it's a little 
off topic on topic, um, just a different direction of this is um, I follow some, uh, some mom on Instagram. She has a child with special needs. He has a chromosome abnormality. We have um, become friends off of Instagram, but we are internet friends. We right. don't actually know each other. Right. And her life looks perfect. Her life looks beautiful. Like she looks like she's got everything together. She's got, you know, every holiday, the balloons are up. They're having dance parties there. And then one of the smaller holidays, she made a comment about she's an Instagram mom and she almost forgot to get the balloons. And it reminded me like sometimes Mm -hmm. we dress life up to make it look good to other people. And I know in the special needs world, sometimes because of stereotypes with our kids, we don't want people to see the dirt because we don't want our kids to have that stereotype. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Joshua is crazy at night and he acts all wild. And I don't want people to think that's who he is because it's not, it's a it's behavior. part of him. It's part of that yeah. journey, not him. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a behavior that he has. And with that in mind for people that are listening, that don't have children with special needs, when you see a child with special needs, having a behavior, I want you to take into consideration either. Are they, are they verbal? Do they know how to express their feelings if they are verbal? I mean, imagine being in this body that doesn't work. I mean, we throw fits. We have issues. Like Donna and I were just talking a little bit ago that some days you have these days and you have this pit and you don't know exactly what that pit is. Yeah. No, so- yesterday I was crying. I, I dealt with the situation. It triggered me in a different way. It wasn't anything different than I haven't run into before, but it just, it, some days it just hits harder. And then I went to church and during worship, I was just crying and I was just emotionally exhausted by the end of the day. And I just, I felt like I had failed. I'd failed motherhood that day, <laughs> but that's, I guess that's where comparison comes in too. Cause you're looking at what well, real mother, what successful motherhood is supposed to look like in special needs. And it doesn't always look that way. <laughs> but then with that, not knowing how to express yourself, right. Right. You are a fully functioning woman that can use your voice, but you couldn't express yourself. So that's another part of judging. When people see our kids and they see them throwing fits, oh, well, let me tell you what to do. Well, give him medicine, do this, do that. And it's like, I've yeah. done that. Yeah. We've been there or he doesn't need that or what. And, and sometimes it's, it's as simple as I don't believe in that right? We are all different. We're all raising our kids differently. And we just need to kind of step back. And I've made a joke. It's like, I've I've brought this up many times, but if you're not laughing, you're crying. So I've, I do hashtag mom just enough. Like I am not the mom that is going to bring like these cute little goodie bags to school for all the kids on Valentine's day. I'm not the mom that's going to hand make presents for all the therapists and toys or like teachers. And I do find myself comparing and I'm like, what the hell? Like who has time for this shit? So I started just saying hashtag mom just enough and making a joke out of it because I have my priorities. I show up in different ways. I've learned how to give myself grace for certain things that that's just not my jam. I'm not going to put that type of pressure on myself on top of everything else. 
that is just not me. They're like, who wants to sign up to be, there's a lottery for people to go on the field trip for like, and I'm like, hell no, you guys have fun with that. I'll get pictures when you get back. Like, I, I don't know if that makes me a jerk mom, but it's no. just, that's not my gym. Mom it's your personality. <laughs> it's your personality. And the funny thing is in true Donna and Michelle form, I am the complete opposite. I do make the bags. I am the first of all, <laughs> Are you taking volunteers to be on the trip? No, I'm like Amazon gift card or Starbucks. Here you go. Go get some coffee. I was the mom that like glued all the pencils around the vases and and then they get they come home with this bag full of all these presents from these super moms and I throw all that crap away. I'm like, good good job, mom, but it's trash. (laughs) I enjoy that kind of stuff. Like that kind of stuff is relaxing to me. Yeah, not me. (laughs) <laughs> that's the thing about comparison, right? When you're looking at somebody, somebody could look at you and go, oh, Donna's a shit mom. When you're not, you're like an amazing mom. And I think like most of the time people don't look at other moms and think that. I think it's more a comparison on I ourselves. I don't know. I, well, I do think. <laughs> I think we're really hard on ourselves. But I have listened to moms and sometimes there's a lot of cattiness there. Right. And it's well, I like, think in any group dynamic, especially women, there's cattiness with yeah. our own insecurities that, that it's stemming from typically, or just people like to gossip and talk crap and give something to talk about other than our children. <laughs> I, we had those moms. I had this mom um, that I was friends with when we were really young. Josh was, oh gosh, we started, I started him in swim class. You just started James. <laughs> yeah, James, James is loving swim class. That's we awesome. started this weekend. We did mommy and me, and Josh was the only child in that class of special needs. I mean, he was six months old, right? Yeah. So they they all needed our full assistance. And um, I, I befriended this one mom, and we started doing stuff together. And as our boys got older, um, of course, her son started doing typically typical developing things and Joshua still hadn't sat up yet. Right. And I remember Josh hadn't sat up yet. He wasn't verbal. I mean, when Josh was little, I mean, it was rare to even hear him make a sound. Yeah. We thought James I, was the best baby in the world. Come to yeah. We couldn't cry. Oh, <laughs> and, and you hear that a lot in our, in our one P group, you hear that like, Oh, I had the best baby. And it's the, the muscle. Oh, it's just that low muscle tone, tone coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, she would say, Oh, my son knows his ABCs. What about Josh? Like, what, what are we doing here? I know. Like, but, but I think she needed that win. Right. And, and again, I'm not putting her down. I, we're not friends anymore. We have, our lives drifted, but yeah. she, we also There's don't seasons. live anywhere near each People other. People have yeah, seasons in life. But, um, but I think she needed that win. I think whatever was going on in her world, she needed that win. And that's really why I wanted to do this because we all have different stories. We all perceive things differently. Like we can, we can be in the same situation and come out of it, looking at it completely different. Yeah. So just have compassion really. Like, I mean, it's really not that hard. Just be kind. You never know. I mean, not even just in the special needs parenting and mom, but you never know what people are waking up to, what they're dealing with, what kind of yeah. pain they might be silently living with. I mean, yeah. there's just so much that you don't know. Everyone has their own story. It's much easier to be kind than to be a jackass and just spread positivity and that type of energy. That's the negative kind. Like why life is so short. There's enough of that crap out there. I mean, it's, it's not always easy, but I think that it's a good motto and a good thing to be intentional about trying to be better at. It is. And understand it's not about giving advice. 
right? <laughs> Being a friend is not about giving advice. I have, I have a lot of, um, not a lot, but a handful of special needs moms that'll message me and go, I want to do what you do for a living. And I'm like, that's awesome. We need people that are out there helping other special right. needs moms or, or dads too. Um, my, my, my viewership is about 96.4%. Yeah, women, so that's why I say <laughs> Me too. I, I try to catch up. I'm like, the dads need support too. Dads do need support too. Um, but, but they, they want to do what I'm doing. And they say, uh, some of them will say to me, I am really good at giving advice. The reason I went to school for what I do is because it's not about giving advice. It's with coaching. It's about helping somebody on their own journey, find their own way. If I tell you answer from themselves. Yes. Because if I tell you what to do, it's probably going to be wrong because our lives are not the same. My perception is going to be different than your perception. Right. So just my coaching is so different. I mean, there were both coaches in different ways, yes. but I have programs and strict like guidelines that I'm going to tell you what to do. And this is what you need to do, but I'm also yes. going to help pull your why out, pull why yes. you're going to do the hard work to show up for yourself, why, what you truly want and what is the reason behind what's stopping you. So, and it's well, the same type of, and that's how, that's how that makes what you do good too, is if you do have to tell them what to do. Okay. This is how we move. This is how we get healthy. This is It's good for me because I like to give advice. <laughs> I have to stop it, but, <laughs> but it is cut and dry like that, but because you do go deeper to like that, why of yeah. why do you want to do this? And that's, that's that key question to why do you want to do this? And that's how people with your program, that's why they're successful because you're helping them find that why of why are they living a healthier lifestyle? Right. right. And I'm in the trenches with them. I mean, it's not easy. Health and wellness is constant. And God knows I've struggled through COVID 25, like, and I'm a health and wellness coach, but I'm in the trenches going through the struggles, but, but staying intentional with them and, and sharing what I learned through each season and allowing them to share what they're learning as a community. So it's, it's really powerful when you do have someone in your corner, whether that's a life coach, a meditation coach, some, whatever you're trying to achieve or get better at, when you have someone in your corner that can call you out on your crap, ask you the hard questions to really pull the answers out that you probably just kind of skim by and don't allow yourself to dig deep into yourself Mm -hmm. and be that self-aware. It's really powerful to have someone in your corner, asking you those hard questions to make you be better at that self-awareness. And also somebody in your corner that's real. Yeah. Right. Because we've, we've all seen those people out there that are like, Hey, I can like, you do, you do health and wellness coaching. So you you'll see people that are offering the same program as you. That'll be like, Hey, you can lose 25 pounds in two weeks. If you just do what I tell you to do. And you're like that. Okay. And same with me, like with over, I, like I specialize in overcoming caregiver burnout and, but I share my burnout, right? Right. It's just because you help people through it. Doesn't mean that you're not in the battle and struggling through it as well. We've come out, we've learned lessons. We are, I always say in order to coach someone, you just have to be two steps in front of, Exactly. you don't have to be leaps and bounds and have it all figured out because when do we ever have life all freaking figured out? As soon as you do, I guarantee you life's going to smack you upside the head and hand you something else. But it's also just that realistic, being realistic about this is life. Yeah. And we, we all have, 
like going through your program or going through my program or whatever it is that somebody is, is trying to accomplish, it's, it's not going to be perfect, right? Like I, I say, okay, let's do overcoming caregiver burnout. I'm going to help you reduce your anxiety and stress. But here's the thing. Your life is not going to change your mindset for both of us, both of what we do, your mindset. If once that changes, you start to see the world differently and you can look at these moms that you, that you get hurt. Like, cause sometimes moms hurt us, right? Like they'll say stuff and you take it personally when that was not their intention. Right. So you can changing your mindset, changing that perception. You're able to like, actually say, oh, Okay they're coming from another place that I don't recognize right now. I don't think this is about me. I think that as for both of us, as we've grown and done work on ourselves, it's gets easier not to have a negative comparison mentality to where, you know, that other people are dealing with other things. You are dealing with your own life and your own struggles in different ways. And you're much more gracious towards both sides of the coin once you've worked through some of this stuff, instead of just burying your head and being bitter (laughs) and allowing that bitterness to take hold and root inside of you. And then everything you look at, you're, it's coming from a negative lens and that it, it, it's trained in you and you have to untrain yourself to come out of that mindset. I, I wish I remembered the comment I saw today, but it was something about a negative mindset. Like if you, if you expect negative things to happen, negative things are going to happen. Right. And that is the changing of the mindset. And that's really why I I wanted to do this is not to talk about like, mom's like, Oh, did you see what she did? Oh, I don't like that. Like, I'm not that mom. Like, I I don't care what you do. If you love your kid, we're good. Like, right. You're trying. I was at swim lessons and this, cause it's, it's four special needs. His, they, they offer just one-on-one in this other corner of the pool. So James was getting done. And then another parent was coming in and I was watching her little boy and they were saying, he said hi to James and James like waved to him. It was super cute. They're about the same age both husky big boys super cute and I was like oh how long have you been coming she's like oh since um almost a full year now but this swim school you pay in a month duration and it's Saturday and Sunday and you don't you have to come every day like there's no makeup sessions if you miss you miss and she's I'm like so you've been coming for a year every weekend like that's, this is what you do. Like you, she's like, yeah, he really enjoys it. And I was like, I am such an asshole. I, I was like trying to pick which month I would give up all, every weekend. <laughs> you're, not, you're not though, because, <laughs> but that's my instant thought. I'm like, wow. And I even told her, I was like, you're freaking awesome. And I was already having that little bit of comparison, but I'm able to go, that's not my jam. That's her, but that's, that's freaking exactly incredible. It. And give kudos where kudos are. Owed. That's it. That's it. And we do, we see like some amazing moms, right? Hell yeah, we do. I, I don't know of, honestly, I don't really know of any special needs moms that aren't that trying I could, that I couldn't, <laughs> that I could sit here and just be like, ugh, right. Yeah. Because yeah. this is a hard life. And we need to support one another, even if their journey is not the same as your journey, or they're not even willing to take, cause I've had, I've had friends that have given me advice and I'm like, eh, it's, yeah. that's not going to work for me. And they've actually gotten upset with me. Like, why don't you just try it? And I'm like, it's because it's not going to work for us. I don't have to try it to know it's not going to work. Right. And it's okay that it worked for you. I'm happy it worked. And for I appreciate you. the feedback. Yes, but let's move I on. <laughs> that's it. And, um, and I think with the special needs community, 
there's so much division in this world and we're already fighting so much with IEPs and doctors and therapy and just the stigmas that go along with being a special needs family that in our community, I just want to see us like come Lift together and support each praise, other. Praise yeah. when mamas are showing up in a different yeah. way. Yeah. Because we deserve it. We need it. We need that love. So that's, I, think I thought that was great. I love this topic. Today. I think it's something that we all battle with and it's, it's something that can be negative, but it can also be really positive and compare and, and, and learn from each other in, in a positive way and not a bitter negative way is, is a powerful tool to walk away from and to work on being better for your yeah. own mindset and overall. Yeah. I mean, community is important. And just keep listening because we'll have a surprise for you shortly. Oh, yes. In our community. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is episode seven. I can't believe we're already seven and we're having so much fun. And we just thank you so much for being here and supporting us and being along this ride and being a part of this amazing community of special needs moms lifting each other up knowing that you are not alone and a place that you can just say, oh my God, me too. Thank you for listening to So This Is Holland. If you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe to, rate, and review it. We appreciate your feedback and the time and energy that you've spent with us today. And if no one has told you, you are doing an amazing job. We see you. Until next time, this is Donna and Michelle.